the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Can you, can you feel it? God is on the move. God is stirring his kids to be on the move. Things are happening left, right, up, and down. And God's kids, that's you, my listening friend, and we here in the studio as well are right in the thick of it. And the question is, are we going to listen and obey and obey quickly to what Holy Spirit says? That's where we are, and that's where God wants us to be in these, I would say, perhaps one of the most challenging time in uh, recent Bible history, at least, maybe of all time, because we are coming close to the return of you-know-who, the Lord himself. And a lot of things happen between now and the actual setting of the foot on the Mount of Olives. But guess what? He's in, empowered us to be the ones here now to impact things. So I, I've got some people with me in the studio, and I want to bring another person in who's on the phone. But Tyler Geffany is uh, running for Congress, the 52nd district in San Diego County. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm doing really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to clarify, right, it's, this is the new 52nd district. The brand right? new. So, yeah, yeah. Ladies so, and gentlemen, the brand new 50 is because it's been uh, redistributed. Yeah, we redistrict it, and so real important for people to understand that, right? So where if you were in the 52nd before, you're probably, you maybe are not. Yeah, right? well, we'll There's talk whole, about whole that. Whole new cities, yes. But yeah. you're also a Christian apologist and a, a, a pastor of sorts, and you, you love Scripture, so we're going to pr- pr- probably salt and pepper some of those things into our discussion. Do you mind? I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> Excited and, about that. And your campaign manager, Sonia Diaz, how are you doing? I am doing great. Yeah, we've been friends for more than a day, haven't we? Yes. Okay. Well, you know what? God's got friends to your left and to your right as well, and he's going to have us link arms together and make major changes in this city, the county, the state, the nation, and the world. We're going to talk about that with Tyler Geffany as he he talks about the 52nd district. But, you know, one of the things <laughs> I, I like to do, you know, as a listener of Come Together San Diego, you know I like to uh, keep an eye out on what's going on in San Diego County, different venues and events. And there's something that's going on that's particularly tied to worship and praise. And you know, if you have heard anything about me, you know my heart cries about worship and praise, and that really opens doors in many ways. Here's a friend uh, on the line. He's going to tell us a little bit about a venue that's happening the weekend of the uh, November 18th and 19th. It's called It's a Worship Weekend, and this man's name is Andrew Hopkins. Hey, Andrew. Hey, hey. How you doing, Kaz? <laughs> I'm doing fine. And, you know, when I when I see the list of people that are going to be with you at this venue, 
two names in particular. Ray Hughes is one of the most remarkable worship guys in the universe. Anybody who understands about inspirational worship and things like that, Ray Hughes has got to be on the top of their list. And another very top favorite of mine is a man named Bob Sorge. He was in San Diego for a number of years, and he and I have become friends, and he's one of the most remarkable ministers of, of uh, music, and well, you name it, and he speaks about it. So give us give us your two-minute rendering of what's going on on the uh, November 18th and 19th and how people can find out more. Andrew Hopkins. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Kaz. Yeah, I'm just excited because I really believe that God wants to empower His church to worship Him like never before. Yes. And this event is not just for worship leaders, musicians, etc., worship teams. This event is for the entire body of Christ to go deeper in worship with God. And one of the topics that we're going to talk about is the Tabernacle of David, which I know <laughs> you know all about. <laughs> Your favorite. And but in short, it's a, a David set up a tent and put the Ark and the Covenant in it and then set up a bunch of worshipers around it. But one thing that was so significant about it, and this even uh, connects to your guests that are uh, in the studio with you, yes. is that David brought the presence of God and, and worship to the center of the nation. And when he did that, it impacted the entire region because David knew that he experienced the presence of God in worship in his own times. And I believe when he took over as king in Israel, he said, man, I need to get the presence of God in worship, which pretty much creates an atmosphere for the presence of God. I need to do that in the center of the city, in the center of the nation. So that way, not only my life will be blessed, but the entire nation. And I just believe that in this day and in this hour, God wants to raise up a worshiping church uh, because he knows that when a church worships, he inhabits their praise, and then his presence and his kingdom begins to impact all sectors of society. But that's it right. starts exactly with right. worship. So that's what I'm believing God yes, to and do. It's, and it's the weekend of November 18th and 19th. Ray Hughes and Bob Sorge and a guy named Andrew Hopkins, all three hey. are amazing authors. You'll have your books on your tables as well. So quickly, yes. a website that people can find out more about this, and then we've got to get about the business of, uh, of uh, getting people running for office and getting them in and uh, returning godly decency to this nation. So lay it on me, Andrew. Amen. Yeah, you can check it out at BreakerMinistries.com. That's BreakerMinistries.com. There's a link there, all the information, times, uh, location, the tickets, and all that stuff. And and if you get in your registration before September, then you got a good, you got the early bird price, Ooh. and that's going to be real good for you. So BreakerMinistries.com. Very good. Andrew Hopkins, fellow Tabernacle of David worship guy. He, you know, uh, Andrew's been in the studio with his guitar, and we let her rip, and it was amazing. So, my listening friend, there you go. One more time, a quick website, and then we'll let you go. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, breakerministries.com. Thanks, Kaz. Very God good. Bless you guys. God bless you. So, Tyler, you know, what I love about this is you're, you're a man of God, and you love to see other people embracing the Lord because if we don't, we if we think we can do it ourselves, we're on a losing battle, but if we allow Holy Spirit and the Lord himself to orchestrate this, we win. Certainly, certainly, right? We have a God who has <laughs> omnipotent power. He is omnibenevolent, and, uh, and and is our primary focus in everything is that the foundation of our campaign is to be built on that very reality. And so I love to hear things about like Andrew and the Breaker Ministries and what they're doing, because that's what we want to see that's is right. a breakout of worship of our God, an acknowledgement of our God. And I actually am running for Congress for, for no other reason than I want to see that done 
in Washington, D.C., and I promise people, they'll tune into C-SPAN, they're going to hear God's name glorified live on TV when oh, I'm there. Oh, I love it. And Sonia, you, you're a worship person as well. I've known you long enough. But, you know, one of the one uh, aspect of worship is just kind of being obedient, obedient to your calling. And some people uh, are tied to politics. Other people at least can vote. You know, voting is a, a form of worship, too. <laughs> Do you think yeah. so? Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? Sometimes we're Judah going in front. Sometimes Ooh. we're going behind. That's right. You know? And all and around. Exactly. And all <laughs> around. Yes. Yes. So thank you for the Judah in front of us right oh, now. Indeed. Yeah. So Tyler, give us a definition of the 52nd district. It's changed a bit since redistricting and things like that. But give us an idea. My, let me tell you my strategy for this show. I want you to communicate uh, big time about what's going on around your district and the people that are going to be impacting this district and also the people that are standing against Judeo-Christian values in this district. But I'm also going to use you from your uh, a, apologist perspective to give some insights about where the world is and how God's kids need to be activated. I'm going to yeah. lay it on you. Give us a, the definition of the 52nd district. Amen. Yeah. So the boundaries include the cities of like uh, uh, San Ysidro, Otay yes. Mesa, uh, Imperial Beach, Chula Vista, Benita, National City, and then Ghana grows up in, into uh, uh, parts of City Heights, San Diego, right? Yes. And so um, that's the essence of the district. But what like, we like to say is like, you know, if you love America yeah. and you care about freedom, you're in our district and we need your support. <laughs> regardless of where you're at. Yep. Because when we churn this district around, this is the gateway to America from Latin America. Yes. When we churn this district and expose the Latinos to the conservative values, right, that better align with their, their principles, then um, then we will then churn the state red. And when California goes red, the nation will go red. Yes, yes. And we're, and we're going to spend a whole segment talking about the Hispanic vote and the uh, Latino vote because, you know, the enemy thinks they're going to be uh, f- flooding this, this nation with... Uh, People and a lot of the people they're trying to flood this nation with have strong Judeo-Christian values. <laughs> yeah. Look twice, think twice about that. Yeah, yeah. This whole strategy, I believe, is actually going to backfire on the Democrats, yes, and we're going to see the, a, a massive shift that we're already seeing in the Latino community, yes. where they're coming home to the Republican Party because they understand we better align with their conservative yes, values. Yes, yes. Well, we've got about a minute and a half or so, Sonia. Any other insights here, and then we're going to jump into some other things in the next segment. Um, just to add to the cities of the district, Paradise Valley is also part of the district. And uh, yeah, I totally agree. And I'm super excited to see um, as a Latino, you know, how our people are coming back um, and just our values, you know, family values, hardworking, faith in God, you know, it's it's just uh, our children are everything for us. And uh, so it's just good that to see that now they can see that the Republican Party is the one that is actually um, the platform and what they believe. Yes. It's our conservative values. Thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. My listening friend, I hope this is stirring you up. We're going to spend a lot of time in this uh, two-hour broadcast talking not only about you know the 52nd District in, in the southern area of uh, San Diego County, but we're also going to talk about just voting stuff, but even more than that, Holy Spirit and God stuff and how God wants us each to be activated in whatever way that is. So are you ready to deal with this? We'll talk a little bit more about the district and some of the things that are going on behind the sneaky scenes. I mean, behind the scenes in, in the district as well. And Sonia, you're you game for this as well? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, I guess that it. means that uh, uh, Tyler Geffeny and Sonia Diaz and Kaz will be, guess what, right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. 
Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. And back again, and uh, I want to just be in the place right now. We've got a, a, a broadcast that goes all throughout San Diego County. Billions and trillions of people, well, maybe millions, <laughs> maybe thousands, maybe just you are listening. Who knows? But whatever the case, I want you to be aware that God's kids need to be activated. And we're going to be talking about the 52nd District in the southern part of uh, San Diego County. And the man, actually, he's the only Christian guy who's voiced his stance here. And he's he's, he's running against a guy named Juan Vargas. And our uh, the guy that we're interviewing right now and bringing on to tell about things, he's also uh, an apolo- a Christian apologist of a pastor, or we call him a former pastor because he's doing politic things right now to get back into the U.S. Congress. But Tyler Geffen, hey, Tyler. Great to be here, man. Thanks for having me, Jazz. Yes, yes, yes. Jazz, sorry. No, no problem. And your, your uh, campaign manager, Sonia Diaz, is here. And I'll, she has this beautiful voice. Sing something for I'm kidding, Sonia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> okay, Tyler, let's talk a little bit more about the district and what separates that from perhaps other districts, but also some of the major values. I mean, you've got a hefty Latino population and other things as well, but you also have some people down there that are trying to, uh, you know, they're trying to do little sneaky things, uh, election-related and strategy-related. Talk a little bit about these things, Tyler Geffen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I am proud to be running in the new 52nd District, yes. again, because what's unique about this district is that this sits right on the border with Mexico. And yes. so this is foremost on in, in our district is the discussion about what's happening at this border and what I believe is this rapacious open border policy from the current administration that is fomenting what I believe is such an injustice to the most vulnerable and needy people from the South, yes. right? And and because of this open border policy, we're seeing like an, an incredible influx of people that are being enslaved. These are women and children Come who are on. being enslaved, who are being raped, right? Being brought into America with wristbands that classify them to the level of enslavement that they owe to the cartels. And that's what's important. We have to understand that the people that benefit from this open border policy, from this administration, which is supported by my opponent, who adamantly supports what Biden is doing, right? It it, it enriches only two groups of people, the cartels of Mexico, Mm -hmm. who have been enriched beyond their wildest dreams under this policy, right? And of course, the Democrat Party, who believes that they're bringing in a voting block that's going to help keep them in power. And so, you know, it, this is just corruption at this maximum level. So that's what's important about this district. I'll tell you what the child abuse uh, t- topic, Tyler, I, I, I have to be very conservative on how, how I open my mouth because I can get very angry very fast. And yes. I'm trying to walk the delicate balance, be angry and sin not. <laughs> right. Amen. Right. But I'll tell you what, my listening friend, uh, if you believe in Judeo-Christian values and the sanctity of life, but not only newborn life, but young people's lives, you need to make a stand. And you do a comparison of the different parties in this district and beyond, and then you won't, it won't even be a consideration. There's only one answer, and that is going with the conservative voice. That is absolutely Tyler. true. And I, I tell you what, it is, it's difficult not to get mad about this because there are some pastors that will even teach that it doesn't matter what party you vote for, right? And, and here's the thing. We can all both acknowledge— not neither party is perfect. We get that, oh, right? And there's a lot that's broken with the Republican Party. But I'll tell you what, I as I've done the research and as a pastor, minister, and a deep uh, Bible student, is I don't actually believe there's any possibility that you can call yourself a Christian and vote for this Democratic Party who is so anti.
anti-life. And I, when I say anti-life, not just unborn life, just like you said, we're talking about anti-life for the people in the whole life system. Yes. Right? They're anti the poor, right? They believe that they're helping the poor. Nobody's been hurt by the Biden administration's work on inflation and destroying the economy than the, than the poor, right? Nobody's hurt more than the poor down in Latin America because of this open border policy, mm. right? And so uh, from, from beginning to end, from the early parts of life to the end of life, the Democrat Party is undermining what maximally flourishes human human life, right? With what's best for us humans, right? And so that's what we conservatives are fighting for. Exactly. <clears throat> and you know, a few years ago, I mean it was okay a lot of people would be an armchair quarterback and going, These things need to change, these things need need to change and we could conveniently kick the can down the road and say, Well the next administration, the next vote, the next it's not the next vote, it's the now vote, the now administration. The challenging times are not in the future. The things you read about in the scripture, you know, you go, Well, that's gonna happen in a few decades or maybe, you know, a century or two and OW now, folks, it's time for, you're built for this time and Part of the construction of you is to be activated and move forward. Yeah, yeah, amen. And, you know, people are waking up and they're yeah. seeing what's going on. And what's going on is not not a unique form of de- Democrat policy. This is just Democrat policy unshackled. They believe that they can actually just move forward with uh, with all of their agenda. That's what they're doing. And we are seeing the most rapid destruction and decline in our society, our politics, and our culture as a direct result of this. Oh, my, my, my. We're going to talk a lot, a lot about specific things here as well. But I'll tell you what, my friend. You know, you talked about people coming up from the board, from the border. A lot of the people that are residences in uh, your district have relationships south of the border. That's correct. So right? I mean, Amen. they're seeing it in a totally unique way as well. But how the liberals think that they can convince these people that uh, their ways are the right ways and the conservative values are the wrong ways. This blows my mind a lot of times. You know, I'll tell you what, the uh, Judeo-Christian people are, are very willing to have faith in people. Right. And for a long time, we've had faith in people who've, you know, politicians in particular, and I'm not talking about you, Tyler, but politicians that say things with their mouth and they do just the opposite. But the the person, you know, that has voted for them or that is embracing them, all they do is they hear and they go, this person's saying the right things. I like it. But saying the right things and doing the right things are two different things. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Absolutely. You know, and there's the thing. We hear these things like, well, okay, the Democrats are for immigration. Republicans are against immigration. And that's insidious not true, right? What we're seeing is the Democrats are for illegal immigration, which actually hurts legal That's immigration, right. right? Where the Republicans are for legal immigration and just oppose illegal That's immigration. Right. That's the difference. Yeah, the whole, this whole nation is is a result of wise immigration. And, you know, many of the people that are in the United States of America uh, came from other n- nations, and we are privileged to have them. That's correct. That's correct. I mean, you know, Texas is a great example in history, right? (laughs) What happened in Texas and why Texas is now in America is because Mexico adopted a poor immigration policy. And suddenly they brought in a bunch of of people who were not aligned with them culturally and politically. And they said, hey, you know what? No more. We want to go with the United States, right? So, I mean, you know, hey, grateful. We're we're grateful to have Texas. I love Texas. And, you know, but that, that was a mistake, right? We could learn from Mexico's mistake and understand that, you know, we are trying to maintain a, a culture and the society which the, of the American dream in which this is the land of opportunity. If we destroy the land of opportunity, then where can people come for that opportunity, right? That's right. And so and that's what the Democrats are doing is they're destroying that, right? And we need to understand that and wake up to that. You know, you asked a question, Chaz, earlier, or Kaz, sorry, I keep saying that, Chaz. 
but earlier about what's unique about my district, right? Well, one of the things that I'm super proud of is the fact that my district is also heavily Latino. Yes. And the reason I love that is because I genuinely believe, and I believe that God has given me this vision that it's going to be the Latinos of this country that are going to save this republic. Say that again slowly. Yeah, Listen yeah. to this, my friend, yeah. Tyler Giffany. Well, that I believe it's the Latinos that are going to save this republic. So that's why I'm running in the new District 52 that is heavily Latino, because I believe that as we demonstrate to them uh, clearly that the, that the conservative values that they yes. already hold to yes. are better, much better represented in the, in the Republican Party and absolutely represented in at least the Republican Party platform. Yes. When they come home to the Republican Party, we're going to discover that we're going to restore all of the foundational values and principles that made this country yes, yes. the most exceptional country that has ever existed on this planet and become once again a beacon of light for opportunity and above all for the gospel of Christ. That's why I'm running for office. <laughs> How can you not love this man? Tyler Geffany, 52nd District. Hey, Sonia, Sonia yeah. Diaz, you know, you and I talked about <laughs> scripting here, and I'm just going to look at what I was going to promote for the next segment, and it talks about gi- the gi- gigantic reasons that listeners need to be awakened. Do you remember talking about that? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. Okay, and so what do you think we're going to be talking about, Sonia? Okay, well, uh, exactly what... One, about one minute, because oh we my have gosh. to go to a break. Okay, well, uh, what Tyler was saying, uh, there's two giants that the Lord gave him to be awakened, which is the evangelicals or the church, Ooh. the ecclesia, and the other one is is uh, the Latinos. Okay, uh, the so. Latinos and the uh, ecclesia, the, ch- the church, or the called out ones. Sometimes people who define themselves as churchgoers or, or, or pastors... Uh, don't really follow the definition very closely. We'll talk more about that and the Latino votes as well. Can we talk about that in the next couple segments? I would love to. I've got a lot to say about that. <laughs> I bet you do. Tyler Giffany for Congress, 52nd, the new 52nd district. We're going to talk more about that. But you're going to hear the heart of the man who's running for this office. And we need to populate the U.S. Congress with people who have hearts similar to Tyler Giffany. We're going to talk more about that and other things when we come Right Right back. back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Yes, yes, yes. We're doing a Bible study about politics. (laughs) Can you believe that? Tyler Geffeny, the 52nd District, should I say the new 52nd District, and he is with me with his campaign manager, uh, Sonia Diaz, and we're talking about stuff. But, you know, if you're talking about the United States and the Constitution, you've got to get into Judeo-Christian values, and a lot of people are trying to skirt away from that, saying, yeah, those, those things are not relevant. Are you kidding me? The whole United States of America was founded on these things, and you have people and certain parties that are trying to take your attention away from those things, and you can't have uh, a free nation like America with Judeo-Christian values without God in the thick of it. And uh, Tyler Geffeny, the... Um, Republican uh, candidate for the 52nd, the new 52nd district is here with me. He's an apologist and my longtime friend and campaign manager for this campaign. Sonia Diaz is with us as well. So we're getting a cross section of great wisdom here on this radio show, my friend. And I want you to pay close attention. But I also, you might want to tell your friends to listen to the show now or catch it in the archives. And you may want to uh, talk to some neighbors about what's going on from what you hear today. Tyler, I'm going to hand it to you. But Sonia set the stage. It's her fault on the topics we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about two two 
godly good giants that need to be activated in this land. We talked about the ecclesia or the church. We'll talk a little bit about that. But we also need to talk about the Latino, the Latino vote, and also the Latino mindset. It might uh, amaze uh, liberals that the Latino mindset, if you really weighed it and considered it, it doesn't really support their point of view. Tyler, I'm going to have you start with talking about the ecclesia, or many people would say the church, but I think it's more finely tuned than that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the ecclesia, it's fundamental for us to understand the the uh, the, the Greco-Roman definition of what was meant by ecclesia, right? So this is the word that we've been translated to modern day uh, uh, parlance as church, right? So we get the word church from this Greco-Roman term ecclesia. But, uh, you know, and, and as you mentioned offline, right, this is what's called the called out ones. But we need to understand that when it's, calling, it's describing them as called out, what it's actually meaning is that this is a political institution. In other words, politics, you, who says you shouldn't speak about politics in, in a godly environment? Are you kidding me? Right, right. If Jesus was saying that what he was instituting was a group of people to gather on a day to worship and study the Bible and teach sermons and so forth, he would have used the word synagogue. He did not. He yes. deliberately chose a Greco-Roman term that was pu- pregnant with political connotations, which was the idea of that these are people to come about and to frame and the politics of their local region on behalf of the emperor who in which they are promulgating the gospel. The gospel is, people believe it or not, don't understand, is a hyper-political term. Yes. It comes from the Greco-Roman term euangelia, right, which was the expression of going from town to town. They would send apostles from town to town with the, quote, euangelia or good news, the gospel, that there is a new emperor. So when the Bible uses phrases like gospel and ecclesia, they're using hyper-political yes. terms that was to connotate that what we are mandated to do as Christians is to bring about the formation of Christ's kingdom in the manifestation of how we administrate our lives through politics. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to expand this it's just a little bit, my friend, because, you know, the reference to the word ecclesia is found in uh, Acts chapter 7, and um, here the, the Scripture talks about the... Um, do not be negligent of the uh, the church in the wilderness talking about Moses. That word, the church there, is ecclesia as well. But this refers not only to the original Greek, but the original Hebrew reference to the called out ones. And Moses, you know, Moses and, and the called out ones called out of Egypt were the original ecclesia, but they didn't use a Greek word there. They used a, a Hebrew word. But that same reference also deals with the Greek reference of ecclesia. So my friend is a Jew and Gentile. We talk about Judeo-Christian values. The Judeo is very important as well as the Christian values in this nation, wouldn't you say? Amen. Amen, right? <laughs> and what do we see here? The ecclesia of the wilderness that, that uh, Stephen is talking about right in that passage, yep. right? This was a socio-political cultural phenomenon yes. that was built upon a theistic worldview. That means a belief in God, right? And that God would be the centrifugal aspect of this new called out ones, right? To bring about a glorification to God and manifesting what would be the way to administrate lives for the maximum benefit of humanity. Say that, administrate lives for the maximum benefit in humanity. You you know, if we, I got to be honest with you and my friends, you know, I'm a journalist, but I also, I tell it like I see it. And one of the things that I'm seeing that disheartens me is the people that proclaim to be part of the church or ecclesia, but their either their motives or their actual actions do they violate 
the scripture that they proclaim. It, it troubles my heart. It troubles my heart. We need to know for whom we stand. And I'm pointing my finger to the sky, the Lord Jesus Christ, his Father and Holy Spirit. We, we have to know for whom we stand so that we can, you know, we can entrust his intervention because we're standing for him. Right, right, right. When we sanction compromise, we endorse it. Say that when we sanction compromise, right. we endorse it. And yeah. by compromise, as it relates to Ecclesia or the church, where do you see the compromises coming? Just a few examples. Well, I mean, I, you know, most notably right now, I mean, as I'm running for politics, is that I see people embracing mm-hmm. like singularly anti-biblical perspectives on political um, questions right, of, our, of our day, right? When yeah, we talk and, about things like, how, how can you actually believe that you are for God's ways when you vote for a political party that is for the absolute barbaric slaughter of innocent children in the wombs of their mothers, oh right? For the sake of convenience, where we're seeing the the, the most grotesque expression of modern-day Molech worship, where we're yeah. sacrificing babies on the altar for the sake of convenience, right? This is barbaric. Yes. And yet people think that they can do that without, and, and, the, and pass Pastors have no believe that they can actually allow their congregation to do that. What are you doing as a pastor and a shepherd, if nothing but to actually guide your people into the proper biblical perspective and values so that that we can, like we said we're mandated to do, bring about the administration of God's kingdom as it is in heaven here on earth. And why do we do it? For the benefit of everyone. Yes. And there really is no need to be squeamish when you're talking about political things as long as you couch it properly. The pastors are not being asked to say, vote for this person necessarily or vote for that person, but vote for these values and find people who stand. They don't just give lip service to these values, but actually stand for these values. So check into the records and and their records and the records of that particular party, and then you will know clearly where to go and where not to go. Come on, Tyler. Come on. Yeah, and we see pastors. Here's the thing. Here's the problem, right? We see pastors who have prioritized church growth over church quality, right? And you know who was the worst church growth leader I know in in history, Jesus Christ. Every time it started getting big, Jesus would say, hey, you know what, let's thin the herd a little bit and let's go deeper and tell you what's the real truth, the real gospel. And many would part ways when they say, wait, wait, this is too intense, right? If we're going to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, right, when we say that we have allegiance to him, right, in 1 John 2, 9, it says that we shall walk in a manner as he did, right? Well, if we walk in his manner, right, we're not going to be about church growth, church size, right? We're going to be about church quality. And that's one of our big problems we see today. You know, one of the things I, I, you know, I'm a lover of Scripture as well. But one of the times in, in Scripture, in, in the Book of John, like chapter six, he, it was a big, big deal. A lot of people were coming to him. It was r- remarkable. You know, the multitudes were coming to him. And what does he say? You must eat my eat flesh, flesh, right? And drink yep. it. I mean, and, and this whole idea about communion. And the Bible says at that point. Many, many left him. And we're at a point right now where to make a godly stand, many people who embrace other things are going to be walking away from you. But I mean, it's an honor to be standing for godliness, especially in these last days. Right, right. And the thing is, is we think by being relevant, actually, that that we're going to uh, uh, basically attract more people. But, But the very act of trying to be relevant makes us utterly irrelevant, right? Because we have then made very little distinction between the world, right? And so then when the world comes and looks at the church and says, wait a minute, what's different about the church? And they say, well, not much, except <laughs> yes, that, right. except right. that they're... similar divorce rate, similar all these other different things. And it's basically that they, on Sunday or whatever they're given worship day, they're just, they happen to dress a little bit more nicely and go to a place. And then when the 
the clock reaches noon, they're, they're out going to a, a restaurant like everybody else. Right, right. And when the church tries to be like the world That's and the right. world looks at us, they're going to say, well, wait a minute, they're a little bit like this, but they're just not as good at being like the world. So they're going to say, well, why would I go to that, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. If the world is what we're going to prioritize, right, and the worldly systems, well, then why why go to church, right? So we've undermined the very foundation of church by watering it down through this compromise, like things like we talked about, like, right, voting for, for baby death. And I oh, think there's on. many other things that we could talk about. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to talk about those as we weave these together into the show. We're talking about two giants, godly giants that are need to be activated. We talked a little bit about the ecclesia or the church. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we blend it together. But Sonia, there was another one that we're going to talk about in the next segment. We're going to talk about the Latino. Yes, the mm-hmm. Latino. The, yeah, the Latino vote and the Latino values and yes. uh, the shift. Yes. The Latino shift. As a person who yeah. comes from that environment, you have a lot to say about that, too. So we, we may even let you have a little bit more microphone time in the next segment. Sonia Diaz, <laughs> campaign manager. Tyler Geffany, we're off to a run and start here, and we're going we're gonna to set them up, knock them down, and talk a little bit about some values. My Latino friends, or if you have friends that are Latinos, you need to know what's going on behind the scenes. We'll talk more about that when Tyler Geffany of the 52nd, the new 52nd District, and Sonia Diaz and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Hello, my friends. I hope you're getting stirred up because of the state of the world, but also the state of God's church is is beginning to awaken. And my friend, you are among them. You say, okay, now that I'm awake, what do I do? Or talking a little bit about what you do. Some of the things you may do have have something to do with politics and voting. Yep, yep. Politics is a part of uh, godly interaction as well. We've got Tyler Geffany. He's uh, the new District 52 um, actually conservative running for U.S. Congress here in San Diego County, the southern part of Southern Cal- of, uh, of San Diego County. And we've launched out on the topic of dealing with the two uh, godly giants that are awakening. We talked about the ecclesia or the, uh, the church, and I don't think we quite finished that, but we also want to talk about the Latino and the Latino vote. It might surprise people, especially if you are a Latino or you are friends with a bazillion Latinos as well. Tyler Geffany, let's uh, conclude on the the called out one, the church, and how we need to have the church activated and the pastors of those churches as well, and then we'll transition into the Latino vote. Yeah, yeah, amen. And there's a a few things that I really think that we need to nail down, but like, you know, Sony here, right, my campaign manager has some, I think, some good points on the ecclesia, and then I'm going to come back to and talk about some theological lies that people have been taught which has caused them to be inoculated in politics that we need to redress here so that Christians know they need to and should, by a biblical basis, get out and wow. be a part of politics. Theological lies. Boy, that's quite a phrase. Yeah. Sonia, what you got? Okay. Well, what I was, I, I always say, right, is um, just, you know, going in what he was uh, sharing is that the ecclesia and, and the authority that we have and the keys, you know, that Jesus gives us, as an authority, and he says also, we are the salt and the light. Yes. So we can see all the all the darkness, and we're just we cannot just stand there and and try to think that everything's going to change if we just um, you know stay calm. Yeah, or, or some, yeah, somebody else will do it, or I, yes, the pastor will take care of it, or uh, yeah. You know, the, and and as a pastor, as you know, just the 
you know, what is a pastor? It's a shepherd, right? So the, the sheep are, are waiting for the shepherd to lead. Yes. And if the shepherd is not leading, then, you know, they're not going to move, right? So uh, what I, the other thing is, like, I, I always remind, remember this. When David came as a shepherd, yes. right, and he saw all this big army shaking because of the giant, Ooh. right? Uh-huh. And he comes in, and he looks, and he's like, what in the world is happening here, right? Yes. Looking at the army, meaning the ecclesia, it's like, don't you remember who you are? Come on. You know, it's not exactly like, um, you know, it's it's just like you are the army of the living God. Mm-hmm. Why are you shaking? Yes. You know, why are you not doing anything? And that's exactly what is happening right now. When when we see the pastors that we were talking, you know, that they they don't talk. Yes. They don't say. They're afraid. Exactly yes. what happened there. They're yes. standing there shaking. It's like, remember who you are yes, yes. and who's behind you. Yes. You know, there's a scripture in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. It says, that which was, is, and that which is shall come to pass because there's nothing new under the sun. So the same kind of things and fear that were happening way, way back in the First Testament, the Second Testament, and in the Now Testament, they're synonymous with one another. Tyler, That's I right. know you had some things you wanted to say. You were trying to get Sonia's attention when she was on a roll. That's no, hard she, to stop her. She's huh? right. No, it's rad because she's brought up authority, and that's crucial. We need to understand authority. And I want to read a passage that yeah. Jesus said at the end of Matthew, and it's important for us to understand this, right? In Matthew twenty-eight eighteen. Right, it says, right, and I'm actually going to read from a very unique version right now, if that's okay. It's going to be called the Standard Christian's Version is what they believe about the Bible, right? And then we're going to correct it, right? Because it's a bad translation, right? But the Standard Christian's Version says, where Jesus says, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, except in politics. <laughs> I mean, genuine, uh, yeah, genuinely, Cass, yeah. that's what Christians <laughs> believe, right? Yeah, that's right. But where, what does it say, right? So, I mean, what does it say about the authority? How much authority does Jesus have? All on of it. Come on. All authority. That means including in the domain of politics, right? Right. So, yes, I love what Sonia said. Because he's the king, right? Yeah. And the king is over all you yeah. know, he's not saying, oh, I'm not on that corner or yes. I'm not going to be on this area. He's but over That's right. Everything. And, and he, he, the king is over all things. And even if what he, what he wants us to, pastors and, and leaders of uh, your churches, even if what he wants you to say kind of makes people go, I might not want to even hear what this pastor has to say anymore. You, you, you have an obligation for truth, period. And now we're getting to a time where you can't just say, I'm not going to deal in these things because I'll let somebody else deal with that. You, as a pastor, you're obligated for leadership. And, and King David saw a lot of leaders in, in the armies quaking in their boots. He goes, what are you doing? You're serving the Most High God. And pastors, what are we doing? We're serving the Most High God. Tyler? Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, Sonia may have a passage that she wants to to bring up here, right? Yeah. She better this have is crucial. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> Put her on the spot. <laughs> so this is Psalm 33, verse 12. Blessed is the nation whose God mm. is the Lord. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Now, now, if that's true, right, wouldn't the opposite be also true? What happens to a nation whose God is not the mm. Lord, right? Mm. Then they're not blessed, right? We need to understand that reality and that, and that we have a due obligation from the Bible 
to bring about a glorification of God in all domains, and that's including our government, right? Yes. And one of the most insidious lies is this, this that's been perpetuated upon the church is this this lie about the separation of church and state. Yes. It means nothing mm-hmm. about what almost everybody in culture believes. It means the exact opposite. It does. Fact. It does. It does. If you trace that down, a lot of people just use that. They banner about, you know, the separation of church and state disallows you to do that. No, it doesn't. If you track back the reference to the separation of church and state, that's not the purpose. The church, the, the whole idea was to keep the government out of away from the church, but the church had free reign to do what God told them to do. Not you know, is like the government's there and the church is here. No, the church also is in government. That's Read right. the word. That's right, Tyler. Right. In fact, yeah. it meant the opposite. Yes. This was Thomas Jefferson affirming the Baptists that that they shall not worry about what the government will do and restrict them as far as their religious freedoms That's and right. saying there is a separation of church and state. But he was not intending that their religious values would not then in, 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 permeate or affect the government, right? It was never to go the other way. It was always just religion to be protected from the government, not vice versa. Yes. And, you know, that's a wonderful job you guys did in kind of corralling our topic there. And that's definitely one of the giants. But that lends itself and leads right in. We've got about a minute and a half or so of this segment. But it leads right into the next component that we're going to spend about uh, other godly giants, other people that are being awakened, not only pastors and church people, we need to be awakened, we need to get out there and vote, but we also, beyond getting out there and vote, coming alongside different people. You've heard Tyler Geffeny, and you go, you know, if, if this guy was running for office, I'd vote for him. Well, guess what? Yes. And because he, because he has his priorities straight, and he may say things because they're scriptural, and people may, may go, especially if they're very liberal, they'll go, eh, I don't like what I'm hearing from him. He's not going to violate his heart cry with the Lord to try to a- acquiesce to a conserv- uh, liberal point of view. He's going to make a stand. And my friend, if politicians or people in Congress uh, would make a stand for godliness, this nation wouldn't be in the turmoil that is in right now. So I'll spend a minute or two to talk a little bit about, we want to do a transition from the, the church environment to the Latino environment. Which one of you want to launch out into that? We've only got about a minute and a half to set the stage for yeah. the next segment. I'm going to punt this to Sonia because Sonia, answer uh, uh, the question. Uh, uh, what do the Latinos believe about Jesus Christ in the Bible? Oh, he is the Lord. That's right. I mean, he's totally the Lord and he's the head, we're the body, Right. And we are like we were talking in a minute ago. Um, he's our, he is our leader, right? Yes. He is the light into our path. He's our shepherd. He's you know. So we we know he is the government, like in Isaiah says, right? The I mean, government is his upon shoulders. his shoulders. Yes. Yeah. So we know all that. He's the head of us, the family, the everything we do every day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so I think you know the uh, liberals had a strategy of flooding <clears throat> borders and <clears throat> changing points of view and things like that. And we believers, we, we we trust people. We trust people. And when somebody says they're going to do something and they're standing for these values, we tend to believe them. But I mean, this the, the liberal point of view, has, I can't remember when it's actually been faithful to Judeo-Christian values. So come on, guys, wake up and vote according to what God tells you to vote rather than what a politician does, but if a politician or a person running for a Congress congressional seat tells you things that align with Scripture and his actions do that, vote for that person. 
Okay, we've got about uh, actually 10 or 15 seconds. Tease this, and we'll go into the next segment. Okay, last thing real quick. <laughs> Many people have been held back because they believe Romans 13 teaches us to be subject to the government. That is an insidious lie. And I've taught, and we actually have videos on our website that will show people that it's not referring to the secular government. It's actually referring to the religious authorities of the day. They need to understand that so that they can understand the supremacy of the church yes. in come our on, culture. Come on, come on, come on. Vote for this guy, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Tyler Geffeny. We're going to talk more about that. You said a phrase earlier, it's called theological lies. We're going to talk about that, but also how that impacts the Latino vote as well. So don't go away. Tyler Geffeny and his campaign manager, Sonia Diaz, and I will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. The top of the next hour. We finished the first hour, but we set up the first hour to make you want to listen to the second hour. Uh, uh, Tyler Geffeny of the new 52nd District uh, U.S. Congressman uh, candidate for the Republican Party is here with me. and we're t- But, you know, this, this man is a God lover. He's a Bible lover. He spouts scriptures uh, readily if you talk to him behind the scenes. <laughs> and Sonia Diaz, his campaign manager, we're talking about uh, how God is desiring for you to be fully embedded into Holy Spirit and understand where you want, where He wants you to go. Um, Tyler's a, a remarkable guy. What a remarkable background! Business owner, uh, pastor, apologist, evangelist. And by the way, <laughs> he's running for office in the U.S. Congress, fifty, the new 52nd District. Uh, Tyler, I know you've got many things to say, and Sonia, I know that you do too, but let me take care of a little business. My listening friend, we're going to talk a little bit more about, he, he set up in the last segment a phrase, he said, we're going to talk about theological lies. Please, we're going to talk about that. By the way, I need to give you a couple uh, pieces of information from the KPRZ side. If you need to talk with me, I have a website now uh, uh, and an availability that you can go to, and you can ask me a question. You say, Kaz, great show. Let's do another show about this. And you, don't be surprised if you have a good idea about a show. I just might communicate with you and say, okay, come into the studio. Let's do this together. So uh, l- listen to this uh, email address, and you can communicate with Kaz. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. What? Yeah, that's pretty simple. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. One more thing I, I want to uh, focus on right now and, and give you some in, inspiration about. You know, there are things that are going on um, that you need to know about, and KPRZ is a source and a resource for that. I want to remind listeners that there is a KPRZ mobile app available, and you can take KPRZ and the content that we give anywhere that you go, anywhere that you go. The uh, new KPRAISE app is free. It's from Google Play and the App Store. And with the uh, app on your smart device, you can always have the station right at your fingertips, right in your hip pocket, ready to go, ready to download. Praise, worship, uh, teaching, any number of different things. And that's at the Play App Store right now. You can find out more about it at kprz.com. Okay, Tyler Geffeny, we're talking about 
you, you use the phraseology of theological lies. That's enticing. Uh, carry that further. Yeah, and Sonia, yeah. jump on in whenever you'd like. <laughs> well, right, we're, uh, we're, we're uh, advocates for the truth, right? And Jesus is the foundation of truth. Yes. And I think that there's been so many things perpetuated in this culture that have been lies brought upon to the church that has uh, unnecessarily muffled us and called us, called us into a passivity when it comes to, for example, politics and so forth. And yes. so those are some of the things that I think we need to address here so that then we can call out the ecclesia to get back to biblical basics right. and their mandate yeah. to actually shape our administrative culture in politics and government. Yeah. And one of the things that I have to tell you, you know, a lot of people are so used to whatever the the leader, the pastor, the Bible teacher, whatever, whatever they say, you take that as gospel. You're obligated to know Scripture as well. And uh, so, so, you know, t- I'm a teacher, but I always tell people, you don't believe what I say. You just weigh what I say and look at Scripture and allow Holy Spirit to straighten things out. And then you move forward based on what Holy Spirit that's right. says. And that's, that's right. where the church is right now. We are so used to saying, a pastor's told me to do this, so I'm going to do it. Or this uh, wise man tells me to do this. What does it say in Scripture, and what does the living, alive Holy Spirit tell you in your heart and ear so that you can hear it and be activated by it? That's where we are, and it's different from what most many people feel is the church. Amen. Man, you come took on. the words right out of my mouth. I don't even know how to elaborate that better, oh, man. That was too. well, well said, my yeah, brother. Come on. Yeah. This is something you and I, we eat in the morning and night and day. This is vital. But yeah, you know, we we can't be low-informed biblical students Ooh, anymore. That's right? right. What we have to do is take it upon ourselves to understand the Bible. And I've come to learn, the more I've studied the Bible, and I love, I, I the Bible is just, to me, it's one of the greatest riches that we have on this entire planet. And so I love it. I I devour it all the time. And the more I study the Bible, the more I realize that the church that we think of church today yeah. does not represent what Come the on. Bible established as, what God, or what Christ envisioned that he saw taking over this world and establishing his dominion and authority in all of these yes. important areas of life. Yes. Theological lies. Let's talk a little bit about those. I know that when you use that phrase, you, you obviously have some things you want to talk about in particular. And we should let Sonia, jump on in if she'd like. We, we've got about three or four minutes in this segment, but we'll continue this conversation because this is a hot and heavy topic. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Sonia, jump in here anytime because I know you've got a lot to say about this stuff, right? But okay. So we, we, we touched on one of the theological lies, right? And that is that Romans 13 causes, calls us Christians to be subject to the governing authorities, right? Well, there's a bunch of problems with that, Kaz, right? Because we see a rich history of faith leaders in the Bible who absolutely opposed the governing authorities of their day, and they were held up in Scripture as model examples of men of faith because and they women. stood... Yeah, I'm sorry, sure. of course. Please. Right? Yeah, we, yeah, right? we don't want to forget our, our, our women of faith, absolutely, yes. right? But they were held up but because what they did in opposition to the governing authorities, right? And we have a rich history of people who uh, opposed the governing authorities. In fact, our very nation was built upon on, inalienable right. rights, built on God in opposition to the governing authorities of their day. We would not have a United States if we did not oppose the governing authorities of that time. Ooh, and, I, my listening friend, hear what he said. We would not have the United States if we'd not uh, oppose the governing authorities of that time. Uh, relate that topic to NOW now. That means we have to make a stand. We need to make a stand, period. And sometimes we go, eh, 
I'm going to let somebody else take care of it. No longer. Right. It means don't buy the lies that, in fact, when people beat you over the club with uh, or, uh, with Romans 13, saying, hey, we need to be subject to the governing authority. So first off, it, I believe that refers to, as we mentioned earlier, um, I, have, I believe irrefutable evidence that it refers to the uh, the religious authorities, right? Now, there are certain passages, too, that we in Peter, right, that talks about the, uh, the true secular governing authorities, right? And that also comes down to understanding what it means to be subject to, right? But I want to list off these heroes of faith Come who on. opposed the governing authorities of their day, and they have been um, uh, enshrined in Scripture for all of eternity for their very acts of, yes. well, you might even call it sedition, right? But they did so in favor of— <laughs> Dangerous the, word these yeah, days. Yeah, <laughs> in favor of the, govern, of the governance of God over the secular authorities, right? And I can point to people like, you know, not only in history, like our, our founding fathers, right? But um, uh, you know, people like Abraham, Moses, Samuel, Nathan, Jeremiah, Daniel, right? Shadrach, Meshach, sure. and Abednego, Elijah, the prophet, right? Mordecai, John the Baptist, the Magi, Magi, right? Yeah. Um, who opposed uh, Herod, right? And above all, Jesus Christ Himself, right? Yes. If we were supposed to be subject to the governing authorities, how can these people be men, honored men of faith? For the very acts of opposing the governing authorities, yes. right? Something is wrong when we believe that this means that we are to be just like passive subjects to whatever the government says. Yes. It's not what the Bible's teaching. That's right. That's right. And also, you, you need, you know, I, I always like the scripture that talks about study to show yourself approved, Second Timothy, Second Timothy, study to show yourself approved uh, unto God, unto God, not other people like politicians or even pastors or leaders. Yes. Study to show yourself approved unto God, uh, rightly uh dividing the word of truth right right that, that is our and when the bible talks about us where your reasonable service our reasonable service is to hear god through holy spirit and obey come right, on and right. activate activate and cats you know why this is so important <laughs> because there is coming a time in which the governing authorities are going to demand that we take a mark the mark of the Shoot. beast and the bible makes it very clear we are to oppose that with everything if we are people of faith right so we must begin to under, undo this insidious theological lie that we are just supposed to be just mindlessly blindly uh, subject to the governing authorities right so we have Sonia. about 1 minute and then we have yeah. to take a break but then yeah, you can set us up for the next segment so yeah what yes. i wanted to add is like uh, for example taking two examples only of two countries right america and mexico they okay. both, in order to fight for freedom, which, by the way, Jesus died to give to us, you know, uh, that they started it, all the movement was leaders in the church or leaders in the faith. Yes. Right? And, and in Mexico, they were priests. Up here, they were like strong believers yes. or ministers. Yes. So that's what I call the, the pastors or the leaders in the church, uh, not only pastors, priests, everybody, you know. That's how, why do we start uh, with men of faith or leaders or priests or pastors? You know, because we know the truth and we know who's behind us and we know who, who died for that freedom. Yes, but if he died and that was it, that's one thing, but he died and rose again. Exactly. Which means we have power, even in the midst of times where we're, think, we're thinking, this is a deadly environment right now. Oh yeah, well we serve a God of the resurrection. Yeah. We're going to talk more about those things and many more. Um, when Tyler Giffany... Uh, running for the new 52nd District uh, for U.S. Congress uh, and his campaign manager, Sonia Diaz. We're going to talk about more enticing and invigorating things like this, and we're going to dig some more into... Um, I like your analogy about the the, the uh, 
America and Mexico have some common denominators. We're going to talk more about that when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends. I can't believe how I can believe actually because every, every show I say this, it's going so fast. But what a compelling topic, especially uh, because we are staring in the face of elections. We are needing to get godly people in positions of authority, not only on the big picture in the in the national elections. Uh, and our guest here is uh, Tyler Geffen, the 52nd District, or the new 52nd District, going to be going to the U.S. Congress in Washington, D.C., and he's going to begin making godly stands uh, like you won't believe, but you're going to believe more and more of it when you hear more and more about it. And Sonia uh, Diaz, his campaign manager, you know, we're, we're talking about compelling topics that are going to stir you and stir you into action uh, uh in a church environment, but outside the church environment, uh, next door neighbors, uh, other people whom you impact. But also we're taking a look at uh, the combination or the similarities between uh, America and Mexico. And Sonia, you had a few things that you wanted to say. I'm going to give you the first opportunity to share this. And then I I know Tyler, he's he's (laughs) looking for a launching pad for him to launch out as well. So you'll (laughs) set the stage in Tyler Geffeny, 52nd, district in Southern California, you can jump on in. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear from Sonia. <laughs> Sonia, come on. <laughs> yeah. This is a topic that's very it, close to your heart, the topic of America and Mexico. Yes. You know, I, I guess I start like from, you know, I'm from Tijuana. I'm, a, I'm an American citizen, yes. right? Um, and, and when I was living down there, you know, as we know right now, the media tells you one thing and, and you see another. So when I started living here, I was living really by the border. And, uh, and I started seeing the truth about everything that I heard when I was in Mexico through the media was totally, you know, totally wrong. Yes. And uh, so I started seeing what happens in the border. And I said, you know what? Um, and I even till now, I can get hit sometimes from um, people that also are Latinos that will think that um, because I say I want uh, the the border to be reinforced and in better yes, yes, better yes. laws is precisely because of the Latinos, right? Precisely because of my people that I've seen so much that of the truth and so much suffering and so much rape and so much you know trafficking oh. and so much that I say you know I want that precisely to protect my people. Yes. So they will come the, in a better way, and they're not also taking all the money that they work hard in order to get here through smugglers. And I saw how sometimes we were called, because I was volunteering in a fire department, we were were called to go get the bodies of people that died or that were burned because the smugglers don't care. They have the money. They just leave them there wherever it is. And sometimes it was a big fire and, and they don't even know. And at night. And they don't even know where they are. Oh, my. So, so that's why uh, I am so passionate about that, too. But what, I, what we're talking about right now, it's about how we are starting to wake up as Latinos and realize that our values, the family, the hard work, God, you know, is mm-hmm. exactly on, on, the other, on the opposite party. Right. Yes. And the Latinos, and I know many of them are so devoted to God and godliness. Yes. I'm going, and the Democratic Party or the liberal, or the liberal people think that they're going to 
wrenched their arms. Well, they've been wrenching arms for decades, and I think uh, people are beginning to awaken and realize uh, what those people have promised is a L-I-E lie. And the Bible says you are the slave of the lender. And that's exactly what they've been doing. This is the new slavery, right? It's, It's like I give you this free, and I care for you, supposedly. Right. But then I have you in this kind of uh, kind of uh, walls or 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 like a cage. Right. And I keep feeding you. I keep giving you. And then we are not being ourselves. We are not being who God told us to be. We're not out working. We're not whatever makes us feel good about ourselves, you know, and that brings us into depression, which brings us into drugs, which brings us into, you know, all these other problems. Yes. And we think that they are taking care of us, quote unquote, you know. So it's 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 very important to follow. We go back to the truth in the word of God. Yeah. That's why he said we're slaves of the lender. So, you know, y- you know you're close to the Latino community. Yeah. Are you seeing people's eyes beginning to open up and people v- voicing perspectives that they realize that maybe they had been had been and are being taken advantage of? Are you are you sensing that? Are you sensing a great a grand awakening or not quite so? Or where, where, I think, where think so. Are? You know what? We needed to go through the COVID thing, yes. the restrictions, and, and realize when they couldn't go to school, realize what they're really teaching our yes. children, you know, realize about the gas prices, realize about the food supplies, realize about all this oppression, honestly, is oppression. Yes. And and uh, we are, I mean, our culture, we are hard workers. Yes, you are. We, we don't like to freebies because it's almost like putting us down. We work hard, and if we, this is our life in Mexico. We don't have unemployment. We don't have welfare, you know. We, we work hard, and if we lose our job, you know, we need to find out right away another job, what we're going to do. So we can maybe work with our hands, create something with our hands, start cooking something, and bring it out, whatever it is, go with a friend, Work with a friend, yes. whatever, clean up something, whatever it is, but we're not going to stand there and wait for somebody to give us a freebie. That's right. You know, and, and you can you can attest that because you can go to the to the streets and you're never going to see a Latino begging. My. You know, so that's when we realize, you know what? This party supposedly caring for us is really slaving us, is really oppressing us. You know, this, that's not who we are. Yes. And, and so you you think this this revelation, this awareness is yes. starting to hit home and yes. it's going to perhaps impact at the polls as well? Yes, well, we you, are. You guys, we are, you know, you, we are all about fighting for our children, too, yes. for our next generations. Yes. And we also respect our, our past generations, like our grandfathers, yes. our grandmothers. And so if you see the laws that the Democrat Party is passing is all against all that. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's like the especially here in California, yes. oh, no you know, euthanasia, oh, yes. right? Like like uh, the pa- the older generations are not. Uh, how do you say it? It's not nice to need to take care of them. It's like a, a burden. Yes, we are not like that. We respect. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I know Tyler Gaffney yeah. uh, running for the uh, 
52nd district, uh, the new district, uh, 52nd d- district. You have many things to say in in concert with what Sonia has said. So I'm going to hand the baton to you. We yeah. have about maybe three and a half minutes left in this segment. Let her rip, sir. Yeah, well, I mean, I love what Sonia's saying right yes. now, right? And because the Latinos intuitively value the very things that yes. she's talking about. Hard I, work. I want to land the plane on a firm <laughs> biblical basis. Yes. For why I believe actually the Latinos do feel this, because I think at the core, right, they are genuinely Christ followers. And I think so because, right, we read in passages like Second Thessalonians 3.10, right, where it says, he who does not work shall not, not eat. eat. This is a fundamental value in the early church, was that if you have the capability of working, then you shall work. And they said so for the sake of the benefit of being able to have something to give to other people. So we don't work for our own gratification. We work to be givers, yes. right? And that is foundational in the, the setup of the church, right? This Pauline passage where he wants to say, this is the standard. He said, and I mean, like, and he was saying that there was a lot of lies that were going on at the time to try to uh, corrupt that. Now, there's a second thing that we need to understand is, is that, right, the Bible is against theft, which theft by definition means that we must be have first property rights. You can't have theft without property rights. Secondarily, you are not entitled to somebody else's property, right? And regardless of how you go about doing it, just because you use the government to take people's property to redistribute it to yourself, that is theft. It it doesn't make a difference if it goes to the government. So to to do the very thing of this wealth redistribution, right, where people want to be feel entitled to something that they didn't earn, this is an unbiblical foundation of society and that's why all communist and socialist cultures end up ultimately failing but they sound good because that's the carrot right you know that's the carrot here's what we're going to give you give you give you but somebody's got to pay for this and that's where you know you realize uh, there's a whip behind the carrot my listening friend we're going to talk more about this i'm so honored to have tyler geffany uh running for the uh, new uh, 52nd district in Southern California here, Southern uh, San Diego County, actually. But <clears throat> I think we've got two more segments to go. So after the commercial break, I want you both to spend a little bit more time summarizing what we've said, but also giving people an opportunity to move out and alongside of you guys. And my friends, maybe if you're in Northern in North County, San Diego, and the this, this south southern area is not your area. What we want to be able to have you do is say, I'm going to con, uh, uh, I'm going to make a definitive decision to stand up and not only vote, but also get along people in whatever areas. It could be, as, you know, a school board or some smaller uh, countywide, statewide involvement, or it could be national as well. Or maybe international. I don't even know what that looks like, Tyler. So we're going to take a break right now. We're going to come back, and I'm going to have you guys focus on the who, why, what, where, when, and how of your uh, campaign and what people can do about that or how that can entice them to do other things in this San Diego County and California area. We'll be more on that and other things when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. What a compelling topic. And I hope you've been captivated by this from the very beginning, from 5 to 7 o'clock, uh, Pacific time we do we're doing this show and from the very beginning we've been talking about uh, politics and uh, uh, 
theological things tied to politics and some things that my friend uh, is in- intended to make you uh, be fully awake and activated. So as my uh, guests on this show, Tyler Geffany from the new 52nd District, the conservative there making a stand against wildly liberal things that are going on there. It's an opportunity for us to actually showcase what's going on in the southern part of San Diego County. But it's broader than that, too. It also has to do with this the, 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 this county uh, and, you know, California and the nation and the world. And Sonia Diaz, the campaign manager, I'm going to hand the baton to you to talk about this and do kind of a summary overview of what we've talked about because you have a real heart for the Latino community, but you also have a heart for the what we call the Ecclesia and how all these things are going to be merging together. And then I want you and Tyler to spend the remainder of this time to the top of the hour talking about how people can be involved with YOU. Sonia? Yes. Uh, uh, so I think it's very important to know that, um, as as we're saying, the shift that is happening, that we um, we can see that the lie of that we are different because of ethnicity or culture, that we we, we should be afraid of each other, or mm. we cannot even talk to each other because we won't understand each other. All that type of thing. It's it's like the typical uh, phrase, right, that we know about divide and conquer. So that's how what they've been doing to us, you know, putting against each other because of those reasons, which the truth is actually that we have everything in common. It doesn't matter at ethnicity. And how that is um, that we have everything in common is exactly because we all want to protect our family. Yes. We all want to protect our children. We all want like fair taxes, right? Yes. We all want to be able to get to work and not... You know, like right now with the gas prices, right? We all want the same things. I can go on, you know, in the list. So so the message right now is whether you're Latino or not, whether you are whatever ethnicity, first and foremost is if we're talking about the word of God, God, you know, says we are all his children. Yes. So um, just to to know that um, we don't need to be afraid of each other because we are all standing for the same things. Yes. Then we can talk to each other without fear. So, so our invitation is go out, talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends. If you start talking about values, yes, family values, which comes from God values, right? You're you're going to realize we all are for the same thing. Yes. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter the parties we've been before. It doesn't matter. And that's the only way that we can save our families, our, our people, our, our state, our nation, you know, because the values, uh, the, those are the values that the nation even was founded. Yes. That, that's why we all want to come to this country. Yes. You know, so the only way that we can keep the country with those values is fighting for them. And it's so important to know that even though we have an, an amazing, I call him the general, uh-huh. you know, to Tyler, we have an amazing leader in general, right? But he cannot be a general by himself. No. He needs the army, yes, right? So congressman or congresswoman is also called a representative, yes, yes, yes. right? The House of Representatives, because mm-hmm. he represents this area, right? But uh, that, that he's representing us. So we're going to come out and vote, right? And we're going to do our best to push him to that position that God wants him, right? And calls him to be. Yes. But we, even though God already called 
just like in Israel and in the Bible. They still needed to go and yes, get the land, that's right, right? That's right. He said, this is yours, go get it. That's right. And they still needed to fight. No time for right? complacency. Exactly. Time no for time for activation. So we need to understand that these are our children, these are our family, right? This is our country, this is our city, these are our schools, right? And although we have a representative going in front of us, that you know what? How many of us could be doing that, right? But we're not. Mm-hmm. We're just saying, like, I'm going to protect my children or I'm going to, right? These people like Tyler or others that are running out there are saying, I'm going to go all the way, not only for mine, but for all of us, for all of your children, yes. right? But we need that push and we need to come out. Like, you know, uh, in, in Baja, we did that in the 80s, right? All the people came out to the streets and, and surrounded precincts. And, and we were there from the morning until night, and we follow everybody, and we got to the headquarters, what you call ROB here, right? And we were surrounding the whole um, block to the point that nobody can get uh, a car in between. We were like sardines uh-huh. out there, okay? Mark. Now, this so, was in the 80s? In the 80s, because we wanted <clears throat> to change the party, because we had a party that was ruling for almost 100 years, My. and we couldn't change it because of the fraud, the same as up here. Oh, yes. It was almost, you could call it impossible and hopeless, right? But we decided, okay, we're going to really go out there. So we all came out there, and, and we were around the block, and when they came to, to bring the boxes from every precinct, we, the people, have a list of every single precinct, the name of the leader, you know, everybody, yes. everything we needed. And when they delivered, we were checking the list. So when somebody came later and said, I'm from so-and-so prison, and it was already delivered, we started pushing him away. Yes. And he couldn't deliver the boxes. Next day, all of our representatives from governor, mayor, all the way down were a new party. And that, like Tyler was saying, that changed and started a movement because the next elections, we could even went federal to change for that party. Yes, yes, yes. So, Tyler, uh, we've got about three minutes in this segment, and then we'll spend the whole last segment uh, tying together this and how people can actually participate with you. But launch off of what Sonia said, and we'll move from here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, to, to, to double down on what she's saying, right, is that, you know, if every evangelical in California voted biblical values, yes. we would be a red state. That's right. If every Latino in California voted biblical values, we would be a red state. Yes. If every evangelical and Latino came together wow. and, and, and dismantled this cultural yes. divide, right, this would be an unstoppable red force, yes. right? And so what we're doing is, you know, you know, she's Latino. I'm I'm a Caucasian, as you can see. Uh, listeners maybe don't know that, but uh, you know we've come together because we do believe that these are two groups that need to unite. And we yes. wanted to demonstrate that at the top of our campaign, so that once we unite, we will turn California around. And so goes California. So goes the rest of the country. Yes. But we can't do this without people getting involved and getting into the fight. You know, Cass. One of the things I've noticed, I've felt is. You know, people are waiting for a hero, and I'm going to just be honest. I'm no hero, yeah. right? I am no hero, right? But but I have led a charge. I've decided to get into the fight, and I've created an infrastructure for people to be able to get behind. But yeah, like Sonia said, we need an army, yes. right? We need our evangelical brothers and sisters to catch the fire of understanding that we can turn this nation around, but we can't do so by sitting on the couch, right, or yes. watching our Netflix and or being on social media all day. We have to get into the fight. I've left 
left my pastorate. I've left my job. I've shut down my company. I'm doing this full time, right? But I need everybody to get behind us and help us. And if they do that, we can win this. We, we can, can turn win it around. This. And you multiply that times every county in California, every county in in the nation. And Sonia, what do you have to say about that? I just wanted to add to that about the sacrifices. And that's another thing. I mean, for us, the people, it might be right now the, the, the hours that we sacrifice or, or maybe one day not at work to, to be uh, observing or to be involved. Right. Next, if we, if we don't do it this time, we don't know what is to come. Yes. It will be worth the this sacrifice. This may be the and, last real opportunity we have right, to make that stand. Right. Come on. And we're the crazy ones here, right? <laughs> but we are sacrificing everything like he was saying. Yes. I, I also took a sabbatical. You know, it's just like this is it. This is it. You know, we need to, to take advantage of this window that God is opening. Ooh. And we cannot be like the 10 spies. We need to be like Joshua and Caleb. Oh, come and on. believe take in God land. and get take into that window. Land, yes. Sonia, thank you very much. Sonia Diaz, campaign manager for the Tyler Gevany for Congress for the new 52nd District. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to set you free in the last segment. I want you and Sonia to tell us how people can specifically be involved with you guys, come alongside of you. And if you're further north, and this is that's not even near where you hang out, it's going to be an inspiration for you to come alongside. Find somebody and come alongside. We need to take this the city, the county, the state, the nation back. It's been Amen. taken away Amen. from us, right, right, Tyler? Amen. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So Love in the it. next segment, I'm going to lay it, lay it on you and— Take it wherever you want, and I want you to give people, you know, what we can do. We're going to talk more about that when Tyler Geffany and Sonia Diaz and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Yes, every show has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Well, we're coming to the end of the show. The last segment, can you believe that? And the topic is stirring you to be activated as a responsible citizen of this nation, of this state, of this county, and of this city. We have uh, Tyler uh, Geffany, he's the new District 57 um, running for Congress. And I'll tell you what, uh, the the liberals are going crazy, and we need to make a stand. I'm going to hand it to you, Tyler Geffany, and uh, I'm going to have uh, Sonia at her convenience jump on in if she's like. So I'm going to give it to you. Uh, you need to close this thing and tell people about how they can become involved, and Sonia can jump in too. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I might just state that just in general, right, regardless of whether or not it's my campaign or somebody's like, right, if you are a Bible-believing Christian, you need to get into this fight, right? And if that's about supporting a good local candidate who's running for school board, right, or for city council, right, mayor, whatever, right, I'm more concerned that you're in the fight, right, and that you're doing what the Holy Spirit has led you to do as far as getting behind a campaign, right? Um, and But as it relates to our specific campaign, what we're asking is for people to make the sacrifice to say we're going to give our time, talents, and treasures 
to bringing about what I believe is a movement of God, of his kingdom in and through politics, right? And, you know, we've talked a lot about the 52nd district, right? And some people are confused about where that is. But in many respects, I would just say, you know, I don't believe that matters, right? If you care about America and you love freedom and you are a Bible-believing Christian, I don't care where you, you are. If you can hear the sound of our voices right now, you can get involved with our campaign and help us churn this crucial district from blue to red, this gateway from Latin America into into California and America itself, right? And when this district turns red, California, I believe, will turn red. And when California turns red, so will this country, yes. right? So how can how can people do that, right? Yes. Gosh, there's any number of ways, right? And uh, man, as Whatever it is, if if you're passionate about doing something, there's an availability for you to get involved in a campaign, right? But, I mean, we could just lay out a couple of things. Sure, why don't you? How about some easy things, right? Come to our website to find our social media pages, right? Our website is www.tyler4congress.com. Again, tyler4congress.com. There you'll find our social media links. Go to our social media. And if you just Google my name, you're going to find us on social media. It's not hard. Tyler Geffney, right? Go to our social media, take our posts, share them on your social media, get your circle of friends yes. out there seeing this, right? Endorsing this, what we're doing and encourage them to do the same thing as well. What, you know, what's more in social media, right? What you could do is you can record your own endorsement video. If after you've watched my stuff, you believe that, you know, you align with what we are trying to put forward here as this, um, uh, this revolution in kingdom-based politics, Right. Um, then record. You can record your own endorsement. It doesn't even have to be elaborate. Thirty seconds, sixty seconds, and tag our campaign. Right. And then encourage other people to get on board to do maybe the same thing. Right. Anything that promotes the message and the value system out there is going to be of help. Right. Okay. So um, you know we talked about um, uh, recording those messages. Well, we've got communication cards. If you want to go knock on people's doors, right, and hand out a card and just show them. Uh, what the difference is so that they can see visually the distinction between the two party platforms. I believe that we've got excellent marketing materials that allows people to easily knock on a door, hand them a card, just have them read the card and they will see a distinction that will make it undeniable who they should and needs to vote for in that district. Right. One more time. The website. Yeah. The website is Tyler, the number four. T-Y-L-E-R. That's correct. The number four. Congress.com. Congress.com. Yeah. And if you Google my name, Tyler Geffney, right, you'll find it. Right. Yes. And, uh, but yeah, if you look up Tyler for Congress, you'll find it as well. Um, Anyway, tons of things that we can do. Sonia, I know you have some ideas, right? Yeah. Uh, So another thing that we've been telling people is like, you know, how there are many precincts out there, like boxes to in in the public to collect the ballots. So we're like, go out, make make a little group with your friends, your neighbor. And and I call it like the guardians, be a guardian, (laughs) you know, and just kind of switch the hours and be checking that box day and night and, 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 you know, just uh, uh, document whatever you see or, you know, call Election Integrity Project California, you know, when you have something going on, right? Call them. They, they have a number. But uh, we need to be out there involved. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a big thing, right? we got to talk yes. about the election integrity, right? And that's some of the things that we can help out any of the campaigns, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. We also have an app, and we're going to be sending notifications of events or when he's going to be someplace or, or if he's going to be live there. Yes. And, and it's Tyler Geffany. You just go to the App Store in your phone, and it's for those for both for Andrew, uh, uh, Android and, uh, and, uh, and Apple. Yes. And just Tyler Geffany, 
G-E-F-F-E-N-E-Y. Yes. And then uh, it just comes out. You can download it. Yes. Get out. You know, one of the things that's going to happen, too, is kind of a secondary byproduct of this is you're going to make friends. <laughs> yes. Friends with the, you, see, you go, exactly. you know, I wish I'd known this person a lot longer, but now is the time. And God's going to put people together uh, remarkably. And if one can chase a thousand, the scripture says two can chase 10,000. Right. Do the math. Right. Yeah. right. And if we're going to turn around our nation, we've got to get fearless, right? The Bible says fear not 365 times. My. I believe it does so because it's telling us for one for every day of the year. Fear not. We need to approach this with the fearlessness right, that we see of our great Bible heroes and say we are going to reclaim our nation on behalf of Christ in the kingdom, right? And so, you know, I know there's a lot of things the enemy will tell you to discourage you from wanting to be a part of, the, of, of anything like this, right? But we have to start getting fearless, right? Yes. And so there's any number of ways, right? That, so, you know, we can't touch on all the ways you can help a campaign, but right, whatever your passions are, ways that you can contribute. We've got a guy that's making gelato for our campaign, right? Oh because that's what he does well, yeah. right? And so we give out free gelato to get the word out, right? But, you know, bring your time, talents, and treasures, whatever those are, and you can connect with our campaign on our website by filling out the contact form on that, at that Tyler, yes. the number four congress.com. Yes. And that's a way you can get connect with us. Activate, you know, <clears throat> people have spent time in the past just sitting in their chair going, this thing needs to change. These things need to change. Look in the mirror. You're going to be the, uh, one of the activations uh, for that. So, Sonia, any other things you want to say? Yeah, obviously donations. Yes. You know, as we're all out here, like he was explaining earlier, not being paid. We're doing this because we love God and we love our nation and we love our people. So uh, the donations are all for us to be able to connect with the people, like um, do the postcards we're going to bring yes. to knocking on the doors, to send text messages to people. So, uh, yes, we need all the help. And, and something I want to say is like, like Tyler was saying, this district is the gate it's of a our gateway. nation. Sure. So, in uh, how God <clears throat> is so important, and He's He really, really talks about the gates in our Bible yes. so, so much. Yes. So, uh, just to be like able to get it back for God yes. right now. So it's like, please come out, and a congressman is not only for that area. So like he was saying earlier, even if you don't live there, if you love God and love our nation, then you're in our district. Yeah. That's what we go uh-huh. around and say. Why? Because when he gets there, his vote yeah, for, not from only for Congress that district, obviously for the entire na- for the whole national. nation. Come on. Yes. That's right. And he can also introduce laws. Yes. So, yes. So we have about two and a half or three minutes. Tyler Geffany, what would you like to say? You know, there's an important app that I want to notify people of. It's called Votify uh, Now. So if you look it up, right, uh, just it's all one word, Votify Now. That's one of the ways to help document and track election um, concerns that you might see. If you see some election integrity Say that again. issues, right, it's Votify Now. V- spell that. Uh, V-O-T-I-F-Y-N-O-W. And it's by John uh, Vieria. Uh, so V-I-E-I-R-A, right? Yeah. So that is an app that helps document issues with voter integrity. So that's that's something for you guys to all be aware of. And then, um, yeah, I mean, what is more is, right, what Sonia's saying, right, is that if you don't have time, right, and you, you're just, you know, I know people are busy, you know, again, we are turning dollars into votes. And we have, I believe, one of the most innovative uh, and cost-effective digital marketing campaigns that are going on right now where we're able to reach high-propensity prospective voters regardless of party platform with the message of hope and freedom and including the gospel in there as needed, right, but um, we can reach them for the low cost of like something like three, sometimes four cents per 
contact, yes. right? So, I mean, you do the numbers, right? It doesn't take an enormous investment to start blanketing the district with yes. this information that we believe once this information gets into the hands of the evangelicals yes. and the Latinos, they will begin to vote biblical yes, yes, values. Yes. Evangelicals and Latinos. What a combination. My listening friend, you're among those. And uh, Tyler Geffeny for Congress, the new 52nd district. And when, as he gets to Congress, you understand his vote is not only for his district, his vote is going to be national of national value. So anything you can do praying for these guys is a big deal as well. We have to go, Tyler. Um, any very quick 10, 15 second encouragement and Sonia, and then I have to say so long. Sonia first. Okay, we have two events coming, a rally on at Bishan Church in Chula Vista. And, and it's September 25th. It's a Sunday at 6 p.m. Yes. And then uh, we also have, oh, my gosh, I forgot what's the other one. You go. You go first, and I'll get it back. Yeah, okay, we've I'm got just sure maybe seconds left, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just want to tell everybody out there, I do not believe God has given up on this country. And so we right. will take it back with the power of Jesus Christ, and we just need people to get along and be hands and feet of Christ in this crucial hour. Yes. Okay, the other one, October 15, we're going to do a prayer walk. Yes. And you can pray either that day, join us for segments, or, or you can pray from your home, do 24 hours with your friends, yes. everybody grabbing an hour, but this is really yes. crucial. Be activated. Tyler Geffany for Congress of the new 52nd District, uh, Southern San Diego County. Um, we're, we're done here. We've got to, to go away. But my friends, I hope you were inspired by this to get involved, not only vote, but uh, keep an eye open for what's going on. So my listening friend, until next time, on behalf of Tyler Geffany for Congress uh, and uh, his campaign manager, Sonia, and you, my listening friend, it's time for us to stand up, be activated, and God bless you. See you next week. God bless. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.